Hi, it's Rebecca Whitman, your host of the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. I'm a top-rated life coach, an international best-selling author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. I'm on a mission to help you go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. The experts on this show will help you achieve work-life balance so that you can experience abundance in seven pillars of life, spirituality, health, emotions, romance, mindset, social, and financial life. When you have all seven pillars of life in alignment, you are balanced, beautiful, and abundant. Let's go. Thank you. My name is Rebecca Whitman. I'm so excited to be here. Today we are going to talk about how patience can bring immediate results. A little bit about my story. I moved to LA to pursue acting and I did have small parts on big shows like Friends, CSI, and 24, but I was never able to quite make a living full-time with acting. So I found myself studying with great spiritual teachers, people like Marianne Williamson, Michael Beckwith, Wayne Dyer, Abraham Hicks. And although I had a lot of great quantum leaps in certain areas of my life, my romantic life always eluded me. And I found myself in a very dark period of my life. In 2016, my dad was dying as my marriage was unraveling. And one of the last conversations with my dad, he said, Rebecca, I want you to write something. I don't care if it's a book, an essay, a magazine article, or a blog. I just feel like you should share your view with the world. And I said goodbye to my dad. I had no idea that would be our last talk. My dad's funeral was on a Wednesday. My divorce was finalized on a Friday of the same week. And a few months later, I found myself sitting across the desk from my financial planner. And he said, Rebecca, I know you've had a really tough year. You lost your dad. You lost your marriage. But somehow, I'm looking at your portfolio, and you're worth over a million dollars. And you had your best financial year while these terrible life events happened. And I think you should write a book teaching women how to be resilient and how you live your life. So I wrote a book that Corey described. It's called How to Make a Six-Figure Income Working Part-Time. It divides life into these seven pillars of abundance. And now I am the host of the Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant show, which Corey has been a guest. And I am also a magnetic abundance mentor, helping women achieve abundance in all areas of life. So are you impatient? Raise your hand. Are you impatient? I know that I am impatient, which is why I wanted to do this talk because I'm giving the information that I want to hear for myself. So I broke down the word patience into these, I love an acronyms, persistent action, trust divine timing, the I is for interested, the E is for excited, the N is for now, the C is for calendar, and the E is for energy. So we're going to talk about these things today and how they can help you be more patient. So the P is for persistence. Persistence beats resistance. When you go to the gym, you lift weights because that gives you resistance. That creates strong muscles. A lot of people think they want everything to come easy. They want to just like blink their eyes and have their soulmate or blink their eyes and have their seven-figure business, but it's actually the resistance that sculpts our soul and makes us the person that God wants us to be. 
And persistence is what's going to carry you through life's journey. So if you have a goal, you have a dream, don't give up on a bad day. Stay persistent. The A is for action. So if you want to have massive results, you get to take massive action. The more action you take, the more experience you'll get, and experience is the greatest teacher. You can read every book and take every class and listen to every podcast in the world about a topic, but unless you actually go out there and roll your sleeves up and get your hands in the mud, you're not going to learn about it on a real visceral cellular level. So I encourage you guys Go out and get your experience. Don't be scared of experience because that is how you truly learn. And experience is the greatest teacher. And one of my favorite quotes is a human being is made up of the sum of their experiences. So we're only here on the planet for a short amount of time. And I encourage you to get the most amount of experience you can fit into the time we're here because it's just going to make you wiser and you'll have more fun. The T is for trust divine timing. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. This is something that I have struggled with my whole life. I had something where I always thought I'm supposed to be further ahead than I am now. Can you relate? I was always like, oh, at this age, I thought I would have X. I thought I would have Y. I thought I would have Z. And, you know, and then I compare myself. Why does this person have it? And why don't I? And what's wrong with me? And I would feel sorry for myself. And I would feel like, well, what am I doing wrong? There must be something really wrong with me or I wouldn't be having what I want. And now I've learned to trust divine timing. You are exactly where you're supposed to be. You have God-given lessons. You're on a journey and you're exactly where you're supposed to be on your journey. Other people are exactly where they're supposed to be too. So don't compare yourself to anyone. The I is for interested. Be more interested than interesting. I used to think, oh my God, if I was younger, skinnier, funnier, more famous, then I could have anything I wanted. And I was making it all about me. But then I learned the more I focused out and made it about you and focused on how could I listen to you? How could I give you love? How could I encourage you? How could I believe in you? How can I put my focus on you? That is what makes me interesting. I've gone to parties and literally my goal was I'm not going to say anything about myself. I'm just going to ask questions and people have like texted me, you're the most interesting party guest we've ever had. And I'm like, really? I didn't tell one joke. I didn't do anything. All I did was ask questions and listen. People are hungry to be listened to. If you can be an active listener and really open your heart to what people are saying, you can have anything you want in life because people really appreciate a listener. The E is for excited. The height of your enthusiasm is more important than the depth of your knowledge. I used to think that I had to learn everything before I could do a presentation, before I could sell something, before I could make a call. I had to know every little detail, every little ingredient and all the ins and outs and all the how-tos. And then I learned people don't really care about that. What you're really selling in life is your own certainty. Do you believe in it? Are you excited? Because emotions are contagious, my friends. And if you're excited about something, you're going to be enrolling and get other people excited about it too. So the height of your enthusiasm, and if you break down enthusiasm, it actually means 
in God, expressing your spirit, expressing what excites you. What are you passionate about? Get excited about that. If you're not excited, no one else is going to be excited. Maybe you're presenting your business or whatever it is that you're selling and nobody's buying. I would tell you, increase your excitement, increase your intensity. People are going to start falling in love with whatever it is you're sharing when you're excited. The N stands for now. They say that if you're thinking about the past, you're depressed. You're like, oh my God, I, I, you know, I coulda, woulda, shoulda. By the way, take those words out of your vocabulary, coulda, woulda, and shoulda, because those are words that beat yourself up about the past. I coulda, woulda, shoulda, or regret, or oh my God, I, I let that person get away. I lost the love of my life. I, I lost my dream job. I, I shouldn't have left that house. I was so happy in that house. Whatever it is, when we're thinking about the past, we're depressed and we're not in the moment. When we're thinking about the future, which is catastrophizing, oh my God, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? How am I going to do this? And how am I going to do that? And when is the recession going to end? And who's ever going to buy my program? And what is, what's going to happen when I get there? And, and oh my God, future tripping. How many people can relate to having anxiety about the future? It's scary when we go there because we really don't know what's going to happen. So I tell you, if you want to be happy, stay in the now. What is happening right now? How do we get into the now? Through our five senses. What am I seeing? What am I smelling? What am I hearing? What am I touching? What am I tasting? Where are my feet? Get out of your head and into your senses. And if you can't stay in the now, then think about what are you going to do next? What is your next thing you're doing after this blue talk today? What is your next indicated action? What am I going to do next? Don't think about the whole project. Just think about what you're going to do next. The C is for calendar. I really learned this a lot this year. I'm still learning it. How many people have ever said, I don't have enough time? How many people have said, I'm overwhelmed? I have too much to do in too little time. We've talked a lot in the self-help movement about having an abundance conversation around money, but there's also abundance conversation around time. When we think I'm overwhelmed, oh my God, I got so much to do in too little time, we're being in scarcity. I'm encouraging you today, right here, right now, whenever you say, I don't have enough time, I'm feeling overwhelmed, to take control of your thoughts and say, I have plenty of time. We get to determine our priorities. We prioritize what we have time for. If we don't have enough time, that means that it's not a priority. So focus on your priorities and just do your day. Be a student of your calendar too. I'm a huge believer in time blocking. If you put it on your calendar, it's way more likely to get done. I don't like having free-floating anxiety of, a, oh my God, I got so much to do today. I don't know how I'm going to fit it all in. But if I block it on my calendar, I'm doing this at this exact time, that I'm calmer and I'm way more likely to get it done. I'm a huge believer in something called power hours. So I teach a course called Create a Six-Figure Side Hustle. And people are like, well, how do you create a six-figure side hustle? How many power hours can you put in every week? If you could do five to 10 power hours toward your dream, I don't care if it's starting a business, writing a book, writing a movie, whatever it is, planning a dream vacation, block in those power hours because those power hours help you get a lot done and then be a student of your calendar. Study it. Don't be like, oh yeah, I just, I never have enough time. I don't know where the day goes. 
Know where the day goes. Track your time for a week. Know when you wake up. How long does it take to get out of bed? How long does it take to brush your teeth? How long does it take to drive to the gym? How long are you at the gym? How long does it take when you stop and get a coffee on the way back from the gym? How long does it take to walk your dog? Know what your time is. Because if you know exactly what your calendar is, then it's not going to overwhelm you anymore. The next thing is energy. Practice self-care so you don't get burned out. My mission in life is to empower women, especially to go from burned out to balanced, beautiful, and abundant. That is why my podcast is called The Balanced, Beautiful, and Abundant Show. So why do people get burned out? Because we deplete ourselves. We keep giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving and giving until we just fall down exhausted, resentful, bitter, angry, because we gave when we had nothing left. So especially as women, it's important to fill ourselves up first. And I chose the image of a teacup because I think of our energy body as a cup of tea. We get to pour into ourselves first before we can give to someone else. How do we pour into ourselves? Self-care. Self-care is not selfish. Self-care is survival in this day and age, in this crazy world, we get to pour into ourselves. I believe in doing it first thing in the morning. I believe in having a morning practice that involves prayer, meditation, journaling. I have an amazing journal. If anybody here wants it or listening to the video, it's called the Abundance Journal that I've been doing every single morning for the last 30 years, and it's absolutely changed my life. I believe in Staying calm in the morning because how you start your day determines the type of day you have. Have you ever had a day where you just woke up late, didn't hear the alarm, spill your coffee, can't find a parking spot, hit somebody's car, and it just like it spirals down, right? So I also say not only do you want to start your day with self-care, but you can restart your day. If you feel that your day is spiraling down out of your control and you're seeing negative manifestations happen, step back, do your morning practice in the afternoon, prayer, meditation, writing, just being silent, feeling yourself present in your body, and you can restart your day. And especially ladies, when we fill ourselves up and we're full, we have so much to give. We think that doing self-care makes us a bad wife, mother, daughter, coworker, boss. It's the opposite. When we do our exercise in the morning and we do our morning rituals, we are so filled up. We have so much to give the world and we're radiant. And this is why people are attracted to you when you are filled up. So I encourage you to make time for your self-care. One of my favorite spiritual teachers, Wayne Dyer, may he rest in peace. He says, infinite patience brings immediate results. Infinite patience, not sometimes patience, not when I'm getting what I want patience, infinite patience. When the person is doing a 10 minute order at Starbucks patience, when you are in line at the airport and they're taking forever to board this one person, infinite, infinite omnipotent, everywhere patience, how can that bring immediate results? Well, I want what I want and I want it yesterday. How can being patient get me there faster? Because it's about the journey, guys. It's not about 
getting on the plane first or getting your Starbucks and getting back to your car so you can race to your next meeting. It's about being present and being patient and just being alive. I mean, just having the joy of being alive, having these little nuisances happen is a gift because that means we're here. We're on the planet. We're in the game. We get to, we get to wait sometimes. And I would encourage you guys to be passionately patient. What an oxymoron, right? We think of passion as like active and patient as passive. Be passionately patient and know that you will get what you want in God's divine time. I'm going to end with a story. I went on a hike Last summer, I went to a leadership training event in Utah, and I'm not a hiker. I live in LA, but I'm not a hiker. I'm like yoga, weightlifting type person. I'm not crazy about cardio. And I went on this hike, and it was up a mountain called the Y, and it's like 16,000 elevation, straight up climb. Like It's like climbing the side of a skyscraper. And we went on this climb, this hike, with I would say about 300 people. And I saw like people in the town going up the hike were like three generations, like three-year-olds, moms, dad, grandmas were going up the mountain, dogs were going up the mountain. I'm like, oh my God, look at these people. I'm going to kill this hike. Like this is going to be so easy. I don't know what they're, I'm like watching people go up the mountain, like, like it's nothing. And I'm like, here we go. This is going to be easy, fun. I'll get a great picture at the top for Instagram. So I'm going, I'm going up this mountain. It's, I'm like halfway up, halfway down, literally. And I'm like, I can't do this. I, I get it. Like the lesson they want to teach us because it was a business training is success is an uphill climb. It's an uphill climb. And then when you get to the top, it's worth it. Like I get it. I get the lesson. I don't need to torture myself to get this, this business lesson. I'm just going to walk back down the mountain. But then I saw the people that had come back down the mountain who were already meeting me halfway. And they're like, you can do it. You can do it, Rebecca. You got this. You got this. You got to go to the top. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. We did it. You can do it too. And I'm just like, oh my God, if they can do it, I can do it too. And then I met this person that I'd never met in my life as I'm like cursing myself under the breath. Like, why am I doing this? <laughs> and I see this person walking next to me and I introduce myself and I said, do you mind if I ask you to be my accountability buddy? Because I am literally trying to talk myself out of doing this hike. And will you just like talk to me and not let me talk myself out of it and just be my accountability buddy? And it turns out she's from LA too. She's into Pilates. I'm into yoga and weight lifting weights. We're like, oh my God, why are we even doing this cardio? This is so hard. But we, we walked up to the hill together, the top of them, the hill, the mountain, 16,000 feet. And we got up to the top. And it was one of the greatest moments of my life. And I realized that if I would have gone back down halfway up the mountain, yes, I intellectually would have had the business principle that success is an uphill climb, but I got it in my cells. I got to feel what it felt to want to do something so bad, to talk myself out of it, to not listen to my negative self-talk, to find an accountability buddy. Her name was Carmen. To have Carmen you know, hold my hand as I walked up and I held hers. I saw that view. I got that picture for Instagram and it was amazing. And then I walked down and I know now that success really is an uphill climb. And it's not just getting to the peak of the mountain or getting what you want in life. It's who you become along the journey. 
It's been great spending time with you. Enjoy your journey up to the top of your goals and dreams. I would love to be there rooting for you and be your accountability buddy. So if you want to keep in touch with me, my website's RebeccaElizabethWhitman.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook and all the places. It's been a wonderful, wonderful experience doing Blue Talks. Thank you, Corey, for hosting this event. And we'll see you at the top. <laughs>